0: Hello, my friends. Just wanted to speak briefly this week about how prayer will change you. Prayer will change your life. And it's something we all probably know and have heard and believe and have experienced, but we need that reminder that prayer will change us. It's where we encounter Christ in prayer. And if we're not making time for it, we're not going to see fruits. We're not going to see... Those things that we all crave to help others encounter him, to help others know him. If we're not spending time with him, forget about it. It ain't going to happen. And um, maybe that's why the church in her wisdom has us focus on prayer during Lent as one of those three anchors of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. I'm so grateful for this reminder this Lent. I don't know about you, but I needed it. Um, You know, lately in my life, I've, I've fallen into some... Busy prayer, right? And it's all wonderful things, things I would never take away from my life. But going to Mass more frequently, you know, during the week, praying the rosary every day, prayer on the go, um, different devotions, all wonderful. But I think I've kind of lost sight of that quiet time with God, which is how my prayer life really began. Uh, How about you? Have you had quiet time with God in a while? Just you and Him? listening being in his word meditating on it thinking about how it could change a circumstance you're facing right now do you trust him enough to do that you know sometimes i'll be thinking about a situation and think all right i'm going to go to scripture but i don't see how god could address this and he gives me the perfect verse i need and it may not say it explicitly what i need to do but he uses that word in such a way that it pierces my heart individually i know what he's telling me and my friends i know he can do that for all of us i know everyone has this experience when we go into this time with christ in his word he is the word made flesh he speaks to us through his word there's a group i was involved with my senior year of college the navigators uh campus ministry, and they would call it Tog TAWG, T-A-W-G, Time Alone With God, or x Tog when you had extra time, X-Tawg. My friends, this is right in line with that ancient Catholic tradition, though, of a holy hour, a holy hour, all the saints, so many saints, they'd all recommend a holy hour every day, if you can, but for me, for Lent... I've just made a commitment to make a weekly holy hour again in my life. Maybe that's a commitment uh, you can make. A holy hour this week, or um maybe sometime this month, put it on the calendar. Um, but what is a holy hour? Well, really, it's just time with God, focused on Him. You can read scripture, meditate, pray, spiritual readings. There's no perfect script for a holy hour There's no rule book that says This is how it should be The point is to give God Your undivided attention And an hour Is just Seems so manageable Right? Because We also have to understand That it doesn't mean it has to be an hour sequentially If you have to make a holy hour one day You can break it up 30 minutes here And 30 minutes there The point is to Make that time with God, um, not because God needs that time from us, but because we need that time from Him. We need time with Him. We are His children. And without Him, as Christ reminds us in John 15, we can literally do nothing. You know, if we got a ministry that's not going well or some outreach that we're doing that's not doing well, are we making time for prayer? It's such a basic reminder. Are we making time for prayer? So, a holy hour. Uh, some other thoughts on this. If you can make one this week, how about a holy 15 minutes? Give God that time. You can let God use it in a way that meets your needs. Like I said, there's no approved uh, script out there. Do what... You need what feels natural to you in that relationship with him. Sometimes you might want to play some music, a Christian song. You might want to meditate. You might want to pray a rosary, a chaplet of divine mercy. You might want a journal. You might want to simply just sit and stare at a crucifix or a holy image or an image of the Blessed Virgin Mary or read just one verse of scripture over and over and over again. The point is just making time for God. One thing that I really like to do that just seems to work with how my brain functions is to just go through a book of the Bible, a chapter at a time. A chapter is just a manageable uh, portion of Scripture, has a beginning and an end. I love going through chapters. And uh, lately I've been reading Proverbs, and I made a commitment. I'm going to finish Proverbs. Uh, I think I'm up to Proverbs 9 or 10 right now. Just reading a chapter each night, and I have to admit, time and time again, God keeps showing up with just what I need. I mean, Proverbs is beautiful—the richness of Proverbs—and um, you know, an example is just just the other day I was thinking about how I was, had a conversation coming up with someone who's not really following God right now, and I was getting nervous about the conversation. How much should I correct or admonish versus just listen? Um, God, what should I do? And, and I came across a proverb that basically states that a, a wise man will take correction, but a, a, an unwise man will not. And it says also that the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of knowledge is fear of God. And I know this person, that, that's just not part of their life right now. So why go that route of correction? Why go that route of helping them see things that aren't they shouldn't be doing, correcting them? No. For for a friend that's that's a, a Christian brother that's living the faith and walking it, that correction could be very helpful, and vice versa, him to me. But it just was just what I need to hear getting ready for that conversation to just hold back on any uh blunt correcting advice right now. Just wait right now for this particular circumstance. Just listen, wait, accompany, and that time may come later. And I'm not saying this is the answer for every situation like this. I'm just saying it's clearly for me the answer in this particular circumstance. Now, God knows exactly what you're facing right now. The thing that is maybe keeping you up a bit at night or you're discouraged about that's top of mind. He knows exactly what it is and what you need to hear to handle it. And our Lord speaks to us through his word. In fact, I I describe it. It almost feels a bit spooky when it happens. You ever had that happen where you're reading scripture, you act on it that day, and then God shows up and it's like, whoa, it still blows my mind. Years of Of trying to walk with God and do this How obvious he is sometimes It's such a delight and such a beautiful reminder That our God walks with us He wants to walk with us just like he walked With Adam and Eve in the garden When we remain in his word This can happen So my friends I encourage you Make a holy hour Spend time in scripture and don't feel like you have to do what works for someone else. Let God give you the time that you need to help you with the circumstances you are facing. He is our father who art in heaven. He is our Abba, our daddy. And he knows just what you need. So thank you, friends. We hope this short episode helps you continue to be and then make disciples. We invite you to please sign up for our free monthly newsletter at beingandmakingdisciples.com. Until then, God bless and go make disciples.